0: This episode of the MedTalk podcast is brought to you by MedTech Innovation Expo, the UK and Ireland's leading event for medical device manufacturing. On the 7th and 8th of June, MedTech Innovation Expo will connect leading engineers, innovators and manufacturers with all the technology and innovation they need to facilitate the design and manufacture of life-changing medical devices. For more information, visit www.medtechexpo.com. Hello and welcome to this episode of the MedTalk podcast, where we discuss the latest news and issues in life sciences. I'm Ian Bolland, Group Content Manager of Rapid MedTech. On today's episode, I'm joined by one of our speakers ahead of MedTech Innovation Expo. He's Kevin Brownsell, Head of Technical, Learning and Development at Adhesive Specialists, Intotronics. Kevin will be presenting about the latest in medical adhesives on day two of the Expo. And on this episode, we discuss the nuances of manufacturing for medical device firms for a company that works in a variety of other industries and the challenges that are specific to the medical device sector as well as a look ahead to his seminar on the 8th of June. Kevin, thank you very much for joining us on the MedSupp podcast. Uh, just First of all, can you just introduce yourself and uh, Intertronics to our listeners?
1: Yeah, of course. Well, it's a pleasure to be here. Uh, I'm Kevin Brownsill. Um, I'm Head of Learning and Development uh, at Intertronics, Uh, and Intertronics is an adhesives company uh, providing adhesive sealants, coatings, protective uh, potting compounds and things like that, and the associated equipment uh, to the UK high-performance, high-technology manufacturing um, sectors, including medical device manufacture, uh, which is relevant to this.
0: Uh, I'm glad you mentioned the medical device element, there, otherwise we would have been struggling. But, um, <laughs> but let, let's uh, let, let's touch upon your presence in the medical device market because uh, after I recently visited uh, your your facility, you actually gave a presentation to me that says it's. I'm it, right in thinking it's the second biggest. Uh, it is sector in, within your marketplace. Correct. Yeah. So, so how,
1: we go on. Sorry.
0: So how how significant a market is it for you?
1: Oh, it's it's huge, and for a number of different reasons, and it, it operates in a very different way to uh, the other sort of larger sectors that we we provide to. So, our largest um, market we provide products to is the electronics sector, but that's in a very very broad sense. There isn't a sort of mass electronics market in the UK much anymore. Um, back in the days where you know Motorola was our largest customer back in the early two thousands. Um, but medical operates in a different way because it's, it's almost one of those things where once once you're in, you're in. It's sort of like an inner circle sort of thing. Um, but it's, it's, it's right up there. And we, we have probably the most comprehensive product offering to the medical market compared to other markets that we serve. Um, and that's ranging from adhesives through to the equipment to, to apply them. It's um, really interesting calibratable volumetric dispensing. Um, and obviously, means of curing them if they're a single part UV, which is the core of what we do.
0: You've mentioned the uh, basically the nuts and bolts and the mechanics of what you do there, but give our listeners a little bit of an insight as to what you what you do, what you do ends up, what does it end up as? That's that, that's what I was looking for. That was a terrible way of asking the question, about something. Okay. <laughs> uh,
1: so, so, in terms of products and things, yeah, yeah, okay. So, so. Some of our larger customers are making things like um, needles, cannulas um, for things like uh, diabetes dispense, uh, diabetes care, things like that, but also things like respiratory masks um, and also wearables. I mean, there's a lot going on in wearables at the moment, um, but if you've ever had a hip or a knee replacement, there's a good chance that our masking UV masking materials have, have played a part in the machining and the processing of those hip and knee joints. Uh, during their life. Um, But yeah, certainly in the UK, needles, cannulas, syringes, um, catheters, tube sets, things like that. Typically um, disposable stuff, uh, but also operating theatre equipment like um, endoscopes and and other things like that. So that's where things tend to end up.
0: It feels like that if, uh, if anyone has basically had a procedure
1: or visited a
0: hospital in the last 18 months to two years, the chances are they've come across an, an Intertronics product, but they just haven't known Almost about certainly, it.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's, that's the thing I, t- I tend to talk to people because, you know, we're all kind of geeks in this industry, so you try and sort of dumb it down a little bit for for people you're introducing yourself to in, in your private life, and I say, well, if you've ever had blood taken, there's a strong chance that that needle that took the blood is bonded in place into that hub with, with our adhesive.
0: So, give everybody a little bit of an insight into Your adhesive itself, because when everyone says adhesive, they just think glue. But but um, (laughs) but I think it's right in saying that it's a it's a bit more than that. What you offer,
1: it is yeah. So so glue glue is typically natural. So we always refer to them as adhesives because they're man made. Um, and we the the core of what we do are single part um UV curing adhesives for bonding things like plastics, metals, and so on and so forth. Um, but they, We also have other chemistries, including two-part epoxies. Uh, we have a silicone that is medically approved as well. Um, but often it's things that are for topical use, certainly not long-term or even short-term implantation. So things like catheters get replaced, um, needles are used once, that sort of thing. Um, so yeah, from an adhesive point of view, we have, I think, easily one or 200 formulations that are available uh, that's probably whittled down from a, a thousand or so um that dymax have in in their back pocket and f- historically so yeah so we we offer quite quite the range and often we're talking to manufacturers whether it be medical or otherwise at the design stage because that's where we like to we like to sit because we we can offer insight and education um and testing at that stage often when when things are past that stage it's uh it's a case of trying to fix a problem that wasn't sort of conceived at the beginning so so yeah that's that tends to be how we like to sit and we have like i said a huge variety of adhesives to to be able to solve those issues
0: in your answer there you've you mentioned medical and other manufacturers I'd, i'd just like to touch upon What's different about working in the medical market for you because we very rarely get people on this podcast that have been that work so pan sector if you know what I mean where mm-hmm. they're, they're, they've got the fingers in so many pies. so what, what's really distinct about the medical sector and the medical device sector?
1: Sure um, Well, the medical sector for, for, you know starting start of a 10 is that the adhesive needs to be designed for the medical market so gone through various ISO10993 um, certificates or testing. Um, And all of the DIMAX materials have ISO 10903-5, which is the cytotoxicity grade, um, if not more. So that's that's typically the starting point. Um, But often it's it's a lot more, there's a lot more testing involved in medical, whereas, you know, uh, electronics suppliers or just general industrial tend to evaluate two or three materials, see which one kind of works. And, you know, the, the testing is far less stringent, not to say it's less important, but it's certainly less stringent than, than in the medical market. And I think there's a push for the bigger picture in the medical market. So the commercials, stocking, all that sort of stuff um, needs to be in play as well. Um, but be prepared to wait. I mean, we are working on applications, new applications in the medical market that we've been working on for two, three, four years. And it hasn't even got to the stage of, of manufacture yet, um, whereas things tend to move much much quicker. Perhaps there's less, less red tape, or you know, <laughs> naturally in the medical market, it's, it's you know important that it works. I mean, it's uh-huh. it's, it's it's super important. Um, so yeah, it's it's we're in it for the long haul quite often. Um, but, but like I said earlier on, once once you're in, you're kind of in. Um, you know, there's a, there's a level of trust. Between the supplier and the customer, and it's a it's a long term working relationship. You've got to be prepared for that. A,
0: you're describing our, our sector as a bit like the Hotel California. I mean, you'll never leave. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: well, that's not it's not a bad thing. Um, we we love operating in the in the medical area. Uh, we've got you know a, a huge number of of customers who are uh, you know making some weird and wonderful things. Um, some everyday things, you know, needles, cannulas but there's some really clever stuff coming along and especially with, um, the wearables market now, which is really just emerging in the UK. I think it's a bit more advanced worldwide, but we have now some interesting people, um, making various wearable things like, you know, diabetes sensors or glucose sensors that are on your arm, um, and other, other bits and pieces. That's yeah. Just an interesting field to work in.
0: Well, uh, it's funny you touch on the wearable aspect. I was I've been at a couple of events over the past week or two where wearable seems to be such a hot topic that I'm I'm almost thinking that when when is it going to reach saturation point? Do you think we're a long way off that? You know, speaking as a manufacturer,
1: I think there's there's so many there's so many directions it could go in, and I think it's 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 not directionless by any by any stretch, but you know, there's so many avenues it could take, and so many. Um, things it could sort of touch. I just don't think it's found it's, it's niche. It needs, it needs a runner. So perhaps one or two products that are, you know, the leading ones that can then reproduce, um, products in the future. But for now it's, it's definitely a hot topic. You're right. Um, but I don't, I don't see the conversion into applications just yet. It's, it's a lot of pie in the sky stuff, which is equally interesting. So, um, yeah, we like we like we like those sorts of things. People people come to us with very complex issues because um, you know if if the problem was easy to solve, they'd have already done it. So I, I, we get the interesting stuff.
0: Yeah, I can imagine with the complex issues that it's a case of you you got one or two people that have come to you with an idea and asked you for their help, and you've had to turn around more often than not. Probably say uh, no. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we're not afraid to say no um especially if it's if it's something clearly outside our remit or something we don't understand we're very good at saying no or hang on a second we'll find out um and working with our suppliers very closely to you know see you know what's going on in your market what's going on worldwide are there things we can feed on that sort of stuff um but you know we're being presented with a whole bunch the medical market i think is full of interesting materials and techniques and things like that, that are often ahead of the other sectors. So often customers will come to us and say, Oh, we want to bond X to Y. Well, we've never heard of X and we've never, we've only just kind of started hearing about Y and yeah, we have to take a step back and try and help them understand what the, you know, the bondability of those sorts of things are surface preparation, all those sorts of things. So, um, often they're picking things that are designed not to be bonded mm. um, which is you know a huge challenge, but but that's you know we, we get there eventually.
0: Yeah, I mean, if I was to summarize a couple of things that you said in relation to what you just said there, because you were you, you, you've spoken about the medical market and it needs to get things right, I mean that of course that's the case because that feels like there's, there's very very little room for trial and error, but what I think what you're saying is that there's plenty of
1: trial, so the error doesn't happen correct that's why that's why it's so so much so much of a longer process than other things cuz you know they they they're testing things more stringently to a higher standard over a longer time you know these things whatever they are have got to last and they they really can't fail so yes i it's it's a case of being like i said being prepared for the long haul and being patient but on demand as as needed in in the process when you said about being
0: patient, there, um, if you, if you're no anything like intended, yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> but if you're anything like me, when I, when I read certain policy documents and the like for for a living, where, for example, I look at the medtech strategy and I and I see plenty of noble aims, but no real substance in the solution. But maybe I'm coming up from from a really impatient place of oh, at least there's a building block in place and all that. But you're as, as someone who's actually in the thick of the, the, the manufacturing element. When it, it can you give us a little bit of insight as to how much more patient you've got to be in the medical market compared to in other manufacturing sectors? For example, you, you talked about the X to Y thing where you've not heard of X and you only just discovered Y, and that's probably where you're doing the, the trial and error away from everything. So, if I was to, this is going to be the most open ended question in the world, but <laughs> on average. How long do you think it would take something, or, or take to bring something to market or manufacture for you, compared to an, another sector?
1: Sure, um, it very much depends which stage we get involved with the customer. But yeah. I mean, if we're talking, <clears throat> excuse me, if we if we're talking about getting involved with the customer from design stage, then really that could be three, four, five years easily. Um, but if we're coming in later in the day and all the other sort of bits and pieces are, you know, all their ducks are in a row, it could be one or two years, but it's certainly not months. You know, it's some applications we come across, if it's just a straightforward potting application or bonding application, you know, we could have had the inquiry on the Monday, and um, they would you know done trials or had samples by the, you know, Wednesday, Thursday, and they're manufacturing it the following Monday. So, you know, it can be that quick. But certainly in the medical market, we have to, not take our time because, you know, we are super responsive in that area, but we have to understand that it is a longer process. What we propose needs needs to have a higher chance of working, you know, than um, than in other, other sectors perhaps. But it's not only, I mean, I've, I've been talking mainly about adhesives and coatings and things like that. We have to consider that some things like needles are made in their millions. So we have to consider the processing point as well. So often we're not coming at it from a a one dimensional, well, here's an adhesive, you know, go and work out how to dispense it yourselves. Often we are consulting on surface preparation, the adhesive itself, the dispensing of it, or the curing of it as well. And ultimately we try and help and educate people on how to test it. You know, what's relevant and things like that. And, if they if if the the customer has their ducks in a row and they have all the information, they have a clear goal of what they're trying to achieve. Often that streamlines the process. Um, if they don't, then we we're spending a lot more time working with them to try and figure out what that is, and we're happy to do that. But that does lengthen the process. So where you have applications that are you know three, four, five years old and they still haven't come to market, that tends to be because there's a lot of exploratory work between us and the customer to, to reach the end goal, which perhaps wasn't um, what was planned at the very beginning.
0: Okay. I think I followed that. And uh, <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I mean, I mean, I, I, I asked something that sounded ridiculously simple,
1: but in reality,
0: it's always got a complex answer. And I think yeah, that's, uh, that's a metaphor for a lot of things in the world.
1: <laughs> ultimately, it, it, you know, it's it's not weeks and months, it's years. And yeah. sometimes it's one or two, sometimes it's three or four, or even more. So that's a simple answer to what you <laughs> to what you asked.
0: Uh, I think there's one uh, topic that w- that we can cover right now, and that is, of course, you are presenting at MedTech Innovation Expo. Um, yes. The latest in medical educes. I think you actually covered a little bit of ground on what you're going to cover here. But uh, uh, for those who are listening before uh, the show, can you uh, give us an insight as to why they should come and see your talk? And for those listening after the show, can you give them reasons why they should have come to see your talk?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So, adhesives, uh, well, applications in the medical market don't often change when they're established. You know, they they are, you know, that product is in there for life. But for those who are designing new medical devices, um, then there are a huge number of new adhesives coming through in the pipeline. Um, geared towards LED UV curing. Um, so a lot of applications are broad spectrum, but we now have quite the understanding and the range of LED curable materials and the lamps and and UV sources to to cure them. So you know things like wearables we're talking about which are um, formulated with um, ke- without the chemicals that cause skin sensitization and things like that. So that's a new area that we're we're pushing into. Um, but also new innovations in needle bonding and other things. So mainly if it's for people who are who don't perhaps don't have a huge understanding of adhesives in the medical market, but also designers who are looking for the next thing. Uh, we have a, a range of new adhesives for that area um and 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 LED curing equipment for that too. So there's gonna be a a wide range of of different adhesives but also just the theory and the um you know how we do business so we you know how we work with you how we want to work with you how the industry is moving where we're seeing new trends um from an adhesive supplier standpoint so yeah it, it should be an interesting interesting seminar and we look forward to uh, hear,
0: hearing from you there. Uh, before we uh, before we conclude the episode, I always ask this question to, to the guests. Tom, is there anything else that you'd like to add?
1: Um, just that you know, we we've been here for a long time in terms of being you know, Intratronics has been in the medical market for an awful long time. An awful lot of people still don't know us, so we're trying to get you know get the word out that we're we're here, we exist. Um, it's an in, such an interesting market that we love working with. And, you know, we've, we've got some excellent case studies from customers who have worked with us. So, yeah, it's just trying to get, get our message out there that you know, we're an adhesive supplier that's, that's with you for the long haul. Well, Kevin, thank you very much for your time today. Pleasure. Thank you.